0: With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton.
1: It is Tuesday, August 3rd, 2021, Season 17, Episode number 7. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. It's Day 13 of Training Camp 2021, presented by American Airlines. We're out here in Oxnard, California. Man, we are rounding the corner and getting close to the end of camp. Cowboys will uh, actually be taking the field this week for a game. Uh, just so everyone knows what the schedule looks like, we have our show today, um, and then tomorrow uh, there will not be shows. Uh, we will it will be a travel day for the Cowboys. They'll be heading out to Cleveland uh, and then to Canton for the Hall of Fame game on Thursday. On Friday, uh, there will be a joint uh, podcast where we'll have our writers on Dave and Nick. I soon will be a part of that, but they'll talk to you a little bit about what happens in this game on Thursday. Uh, Saturday, we've got a live broadcast of Cowboys practice. Uh, it'll be a joint practice with the Rams, and we'll have a live broadcast across all of our channels. On Sunday, we'll jump back in. We'll have a podcast on Sunday. We'll have a podcast on Monday, podcast on Tuesday, and podcast on Wednesday. And then we will end training camp, and we will head back to our confines in um, Frisco, Texas. So,
2: not exactly a lot.
1: Well, yeah, no, I mean, like as far as the shows are concerned, oh, okay. the team will travel mm-hmm. to Arizona. Arizona uh, but we will start back our coverage after that the following week in, in Frisco, Texas. Dave, how
2: much did you learn in that thing?
1: I got lost, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I'm day at a time, man. Hey, Jason, man. Jason <laughs> Garrett taught me that. I, I thought, Nick, I thought you were going to send out that email to the team to let them know what the schedule was. Why am I letting everybody in the air know? And Dave doesn't even know.
2: No, Dave doesn't know. I sent it out, I just didn't send it to you.
1: Oh. Yeah. Yes. That look
3: on Dave's face yes. is like. That happened. Really? Okay. What? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sure.
3: That happened. <laughs> He's that, <'cause> he, <laughs> a bunch of look, Everybody sold you out. All, all, of say our producers, all of our producers over here said I never got Will, the email. I was like, he didn't send an email. <laughs> Just play along. All I right, do? let's jump
1: into this thing, man. It's five, eight practices I now. I the ball. It's okay. We can make sure. I'm sure that now everybody on the team can listen to the break and they can get the schedule for the next week. We have eight practices <laughs> done out here. We got four more to go before the Cowboys end training camp. Uh, let's start first where we always start. I want some observations from you guys. What did you see in the last practice? Uh, each of you give me an observation. Let's
3: start with you, Dave. God, after that, that was a long off day. I feel Gosh. like like it's a nice off day. I I gotta remind myself what happened on Sunday. Was it Sunday? Yeah, uh, that would have been Sunday. Okay, I mean, do we have to spend a lot of time on CD Lamb? Good God! Yeah, he's... you
2: can just say CD had a great catch. And you're you're like, gonna do oh, it every day. Yeah, he
3: could. I think it was li- it was within the last week that I was like, yeah, you know, he's he's a great player and he's fun, but like, is you know, is he 88? Is he like is, does he is he doing Dez stuff out here every? Yeah, he is. I did. I wasn't sure that that was the thing a week ago, maybe, but. He does it every damn day, man. He does something fun every time we go out there. So I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've probably seen the catch that he had the other day. It was super fun. Um, what else jumps out? Osiris Mitchell caught, like, 18 passes the other day. That was, like, he was just the guy. You know, like, yeah, they must have liked a matchup they saw with him because he, he was out there doing his thing. Um, was it... I think it was Dorrance Armstrong. Also had a really nice day the other day, um, which he's had a lot, a few nice days. Yeah, yeah. very quietly putting. Like you know, people people love to. You know, you're you're boring by year four. Is it yeah. is it already year? It's year three or four for Dorrance. I
2: believe this is fourth year for him. People are yes. bored.
3: Like you know, people are trying to fire him because yeah. he's a fourth year guy and he he doesn't have a lot of career sacks, but he's making this team. Oh yeah, he's definitely making the team. And you know, we we've had some people kind of the, you
2: know scouts, coaches that tell us he's having a really, really good camp. Um, we ranked him. You know, we did our top 15 um, players. You want to run through those? Yeah. You have it?
1: No, I don't have it. Well, here, here's uh, the thing. Tell you what, just give me the top no, five. Give here, me the top five.
2: And, and top five is great. This is what I love about it is, you know, we were talking about it and we talked about it with a couple of scouts, and they, they were like, well, you know, you, you, you got CD, you got Gregory, Diggs, Schultz and I'm like that's good. That's our top four. So we're not, we're not we're not too stupid. Yeah, we 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 got something figured out. Yeah, um, they threw Dorrance Armstrong in that group mm-hmm. of top five. We had him ten, I believe, on our yeah. list. Um, you know, other players that we had in there for us, uh, if I had to remember, were like Kazee. Um, he was in there. Who else? Am I? am just Leighton Vander Esch, yeah, Michael Van Parsons. Parsons is, I think, was maybe Parsons number was five. A great camp. He is having a great camp, and and you know, we we kind of. We also look at it with expectations too. Yep. I mean, Malik Turner, I, might be seven or eight. We wouldn't have put him in our top eighty of players we thought would make the team. Definitely not. Right. I mean, no he'd chance. be in the bottom ten. No chance. I, but they signed him for a reason, you know. But but he's he's played well. He's taken advantage of the fact that that Cooper's out and also Gallup's been out. He's got some good reps there. Uh, he he's had a really really good camp. That that's one that was kind of a surprising one. Uh, Devil Gallimore was in there. Uh Osa mm-hmm. uh Osa was in there. Uh in that like that eight nine range. They they've they've done some, they showed some good things. We had Tyron like eleven. Tyron hasn't practiced much, but when he's practiced, he's been pretty good.
3: Yeah. Just put him on the list.
2: Yeah, he's on the list. He's out here. We're surprised yeah. by that and he's out here. Other any other receivers come to mind? I don't really think so. And mm-hmm. receivers corners are the ones that you know we yeah, always see them. Yeah. Uh McEwen got in there at fourteen. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah he he's had he's had a pretty nice training camp he's he's surprising too you know you just don't expect him to get in in that mix
3: I think and going back to Sunday I think that was maybe the most entertaining practice of the entire training camp honestly and when when something's entertaining I, I that means both sides are making plays um they did a red zone period. Offense versus defense. Defense whipped their ass. They won seven to three. Keanu Neal had a nice interception. Trayvon Diggs broke up a couple balls, but it's probably Garrett Gilbert's best day of practice too. I don't remember. Him. Well, he did throw an interception in the seven on seven, but in team drills, he didn't throw any picks. That's you know, Sean McEwen kind of dra- uh, jogged my memory. He had a couple nice catches on Sunday. Um, everybody just seemed a little bit more comfortable, and it was it was a very entertaining practice because Saturday and Thursday of last week were. Kind of rough, but Sunday was good. Sunday was fun. The
2: only two guys I didn't mention on the list, I would say, is Maurice Kennedy, uh-huh. and guy? I, yeah, we had him like at uh, 12, and then also uh, Connor Williams has done a, yeah. a nice job, and they're putting Connor in different different spots, trying him at center. He's he's not he's not all the way there yet as yeah. your backup center, but I think he's learning, and it it kind of annoys me when I hear people say. You know, he's doing a pretty good job. It's still new to him. He's going to pick it up. He's going to get it. So if you would have done this a year and a half ago (laughs) when we sort of (laughs) talked about it. Well, they had bigger problems a year ago, right? But he could have gotten center snaps. You know? Could have. Fair. It's like, and this has been talked about. I mean, I, I even think Chris Bean came up to me last year and said, you know, Connor Williams could be playing center. I mean, I think it's been discussed. Yeah. That's never been pl- never played him out yeah. there. That just kinda yeah, well, frustrates
3: me. Mike McCarthy said playing the college all American left tackle at right tackle is fantasy football nonsense. So I'm never gonna forget that. I refuse. You're not. I won't wa- I won't. I won't do it. That it was insulting. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> not you to took br- that really personal. I did. <laughs> it's insulting when somebody calls your very not stupid idea stupid, and then does it and three it does weeks it, later. Right. Yeah, as <laughs> though it was
1: their idea. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> all right, I want to get everyone ready, ready for the Hall of Fame game. Um, first of all, let me let me give give me an update on kind of what you what you think and what you've heard from the standpoint of who you expect. Uh, will play in this game, Uh, you expect to
3: see starters? How many of them? Like, what are you expecting to see this game? Okay, forget play. Who's going to go? Because I feel like it's different now. You know, know, with COVID protocols, unnecessary risk of, like, leaving this bubble, going to a new city, traveling. And then it's freaking, I mean, between the bus ride and the flight, it's a hard travel. It's a long trip. And, you know, some of these guys, you know, does Tyron Smith need to sit on a plane for four hours if he's not going to play in this game? Lyle Collins, Zach Martin, guys this that plane. Well, that's true. They are flying in the nice plane, aren't they? Oh. We, they're we, well, they're all nice. They're all nice. They're all nice plane. But they're flying in a very comfortable plane. Yes. Um I yeah. still don't know if it's worth it though. Like I bet a decent number of these guys stay behind. Yeah. And then you've got you still have six or seven guys on PUP like Amari Cooper and Demarcus Lawrence. They don't need to be there. Uh, so I and, and I don't know the answers to this, but I bet a lot of these guys are going to stay behind in Oxnard, or maybe not a lot, but at least so, a, a handful. You know, yeah. yeah,
2: and that's that's another uh, dynamic as well. Because not saying what, what these guys are going to do, but you know, <laughs> would you rather them be in in Cleveland and you know with a, a curfew? We're here on Wednesday night, I you know,
3: True. no like practice close, again until Saturday. Oh, hey, close let's, to LA. let's be clear, they won't be here, right. they will not be here. <laughs> right. They'll be so down in Malibu or something. So,
2: there's a lot of things to consider, and also, you know,
3: just with that with that scrimmage there against
2: the, the Rams, I mean, or whatever you're gonna call it practice, not scrimmage, but. But practice, but you could kind of see or hear the frustration a little bit out of McCarthy uh, the other day when he was just talking about it. Now he, he, him and Sean McVay agreed to this, so they. I mean, it's not like he didn't, he wasn't, you know, have a say in this. It's just that now, when you you can say it way back in the summer and go, okay, we're going to play on Thursday, and then we'll come, full fly cross country, be back Friday, and then we're going to scrimmage on or practice on Saturday. <laughs> that all sounds nice and good. Your injury list is like two guys. Now your injury list is, and now you're sitting here and it's here and your injury list is like 12, 14, 16 guys. doesn't sound as good. You got to get through the game. And then, you know, I talked to John Fossil yesterday because I had talked to Joe D Camillus as well. And they were actually trying to connect. Joe D was trying to, you know, he did. He talked to Fossil to figure out what are you guys going to do? How are we going to practice? We got 14 minutes to practice. And, Fossil was telling me that sounds nice. I got to see what my guys look like coming back from the game. Mm-hmm. So this is you're just weighing a lot of things here, and we're gonna find out a lot about this football team in the next four or five days.
1: It, it might be, as you guys are saying, for some of those vets, this might be a nice little break for those lower guys. It's gonna be a tough few days yeah. because yeah. they're gonna play a lot of football in these next few days, and a lot of football, competitive football against other teams. When you think about it from the standpoint of a game, and then playing against the Rams. So, it's, it's going to be a, a really tough days
2: for those guys that are trying to make the you team. Have you ever seen that? Have, you, have we ever seen eight days? Have we ever seen three different helmets against the Cowboys in eight days?
3: Oh, wow. Where's Mickey? Mickey would let us know. I don't know. I don't know. That sounds like a lot to it me. It does sound I like mean, a I
2: mean, it's like somebody. There's going to be a backup guard or somebody's blocking a Steeler, a Ram, Dude. and a Cardinal in eight days.
3: It's yeah. going to be tough. I mean, and especially at certain positions. So, CJ Goodwin left practice on Sunday. It didn't look. It didn't even happen during the physical part of practice. So I think it was probably soft tissue. Uh, Josh Ball left practice with an ankle issue. Um, so now okay, and so now we already you know Tyron Smith, Lyle Collins, Zach Martin probably not going to play in this game. Or if they do, it would be a very low number of snaps. So if a Josh Ball's gone or a CJ Goodwin's gone. You know, same thing. You know, how many snaps is Trayvon Diggs going to play? Anthony Brown, probably not a lot. So now, yeah. hope you're ready, Maurice Kennedy, Kelvin right. Joseph. You're going to get your shot. In. Hope yeah. you're ready, Terrence Steele. You're probably going to play a lot of snaps on Thursday yeah. night. Who do you
2: think is the best football player on this team that's going to play Thursday night? Mm. Michael Parsons. Who do you think is the best player that's actually played in a game before that's going to play? Because you're right. I think it would be Parsons. Wow, who that's who um, played. Uh, so your your most established player.
3: I mean, you but the, you you can't sit everyone. No, you yeah, can't you can't play. sit every starter and still try to get I think through the game. From,
2: in terms of starters, the guy that I I think has to play is Tyler Piattish. Yeah, he needs yeah. he needs reps. I'm not sure Connor Williams doesn't get a little bit of reps. Right, he, I don't I think, think
1: he's he might maybe a little but He's
3: not going to play very long. I wouldn't think. I would wouldn't put Connor win? in at center. Do you want him to play
2: yeah. second team center? Second oh quarter. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing that a little bit. I
3: yeah. think, other than Micah, my answer to that might be uh, Tony Pollard. Honestly, I would assume he'll get it. How at much least. you
1: gonna play him? At,
3: at least a series or two, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, that's true. Yeah, he's a good football player. He he doesn't need to be. I want see protected. a lot of Rico Dowdle. I really want to see yeah, a lot really of him this God, game. I hope
2: it's not Tony Pollard because Shannon and our social team asked me to help with the with a poll question, yeah. and I said who's gonna lead the team in rushing Thursday. I haven't mentioned him
3: no and, and, he, and he won't there's no way he no. will He's i don't play. know who won
2: the i don't but, know who won the poll dittle
1: here's the thing we got to remember too J-O. like we're we're talking about this in relative terms these starters they play a full game all season like so for these young guys to go out and play a full game, if Dowdle is the only running back that plays for them the whole game, or if they have him and maybe one other guy, can you
2: name the other guys? I, don't
1: know, I can't, and I, I'll <laughs> I'll know their names
3: once oh, they get to a point where they're going to make like, the team. He's
2: will come back like this, is Jaquan Hardy. Right. Okay,
3: but game. I know their names, but this is as little as I've ever cared about a running back group. Just in this, because I mean, it's already done. It seems done to me, it's unless done. unless they love Nick Ralston so much. That they just had got to have a fullback, H back. I don't see anybody taking Rico Dowdle's job away. Right. So I mean, I, when I look at that, I'm
1: just like, yeah, they, it's. I mean, we're talking in relative terms, but these guys can go out and play a full game. Yeah. Like these young guys can play a full game. They, they don't have to well, have not, somebody else spelling them. You I'm know? not
2: as hip with with the you know the, the language you know for these young guys. Oh uh, boy, spin it. Is that would that Shewo? Spin it. Uh, Shewo uh, uh, Lana Lua said, "I'm ready to spin it." I just take it that means I'm ready to run, ready to roll, ready to whatever.
3: I actually, I guess so. I've never yeah. heard somebody no. say that, but yeah, he I've heard said, somebody say that. He just said, like, "Let me spin." He's that's my
1: okay. <laughs> well, yeah, you didn't hear uh, what's what's your boy's name in the movie? You want to win? Let booby spin. Like that's like
2: go. I thought it was. You want to win? Put booby in.
1: And then he said, "Let booby spin." Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah,
2: word.
1: yeah, that was. Come on, man.
2: You should know that. I should. I just didn't hear that line. I thought it was you want to win, put Booby in. Wo
3: is going to lead the team in rushing, though. That's who I think. Yeah, he's – maybe. Let's go.
2: Wo, Alana Lua. All right, here's what we're
3: going to do. We're going to take our first break. When we come
2: back, um, I
3: did want to
1: get – I want to talk about the rookies. We're going to go through the list of rookies, and I want you guys to tell me, for each one of them, uh, based on what you thought of them right after draft weekend, are they above, are they at, or are they below the expectations you had for them? We'll do that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio.
0: Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team.
3: The cowboys way copyright 2020 bank of america corporation
1: want to use what the pros use how about the official men's skincare brand of the dallas cowboys jack black
2: Hey, Dave, you can get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan, which I know you are. I can. You, can. you can. If you join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just That's $20, easy, join now, join William on this, and get your fan pack, exclusive access to training camp benefits and more. Visit dallascowboys.com united for details and to join today.
1: Welcome back. Second segment of the break, live from Oxnard, California. We're in day 13 of training camp 2021. It is presented by American Airlines. Let's talk. Rookies. Let's talk about the draft. Cowboys drafted a ton of players this last year, and coming out of the draft, I think there was a general consensus that uh, the Cowboys at least did a fairly decent job uh, on draft day. Uh, At least they addressed a lot of the issues that they needed to address. We'll see where it all lands. But what I want to do is, I want you guys in your minds to go back to the Sunday following the draft, and I want you to think about the expectations that you had for each of these players based upon where they were selected and what you thought of them going into the draft. And then I want you to tell me, based on the things you've seen in OTAs, the things you've seen out here at training camp, have they been above, have they met, or are they below the expectations that you had for them at this point um, in their careers? Very early, I know that, but yeah. let's just get a grade, right? So let's start first with the first-round pick, Micah Parsons.
2: Um, this is going to sound bad, but like this is this is what I expected, honestly. Um. And I, I think I can say that because I, I was kind of one of those guys that was on to this pick even before they drafted him. I When I watched him, um, I, I didn't see anybody really blocking him. And I said it, well, let's see. He's not going up against Northwestern and Purdue and Michigan State and all that, but he hasn't really been blockable here um, to some degree. And so I, I think that he. this is kind of what I expected to see. Mm-hmm. Maybe not this early but i did expect to see this stuff i'm anxious to see what kind of what happens in the game
3: yeah i i mean i maybe my expectations are above and like i've i've been re- i've readily admitted it like yeah. i wasn't sure about the pick i wanted rashawn slater uh, looks like he's doing really well for the chargers by the way um and i i said i was like this feels like boomer bust to me like it could be really good it could be really bad you know there were questions about maturity he took the year off of football all you know we don't need to go over the whole thing but i had my doubts and I don't feel that way right now. He looks really, really impressive. I mean, they're putting a lot on him. Yeah. He's he's got a dot, by the way. He's like they're letting him call stuff. Not mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Not all the time, but he does do it. That's explain imp- that
2: a little bit more to he's, with He's that.
3: If you got a green dot on your helmet, it means you have the radio and they, you know, the coaching staff makes the defensive calls to you. So, And then you make the call to the rest right, of the team. you tell yeah. the huddle what's going on. So which, you got to know the plays really well. So, Layton and Jalen have one, too. I mean, only one guy can have it during the season, but at yep. training camp. So he's not doing everything, but he is making calls on defense. They're yep. using him in pass rusher, they're using him in coverage, which is something I was worried about. I was like, how versatile is this guy going to be? Is he going to contribute pa- uh, to the pass rush? Well, he's doing that. Um, haven't heard a peep about him being a problem of any sorts since he got drafted, by the way. So, um, (laughs) Hey, it's very early. It's very early. Um, so, but having said all of that, this is what you should expect from a top 12 pick. Like, so he's probably not above the expectations of where he was drafted, but he's probably above the expectations that I had. So I've been very impressed. All right.
2: Um, let me say one thing about before we move on to the next pick,
3: as great as we, Parsons has
2: been so far, and we're all excited about him, you know, the Rashawn Slater debate is going to go on for a while because when you think about mm-hmm. where we are at offensive tackle and, and guard and some of the question marks there and some of the injuries and all that, like having him on the team right now would have really been yeah, a good thing. Sure. You know, and linebacker is kind of a jumbled thing, um, you know who knows if Leighton he might have had a fifth year option they might have given him that option if you didn't if they didn't draft Parsons so you know it's certainly not a point where you're like well good call they got Parsons and I I, I that's who I thought they should have taken was Parsons to help the defense but we're not we're not out of the woods on this
3: debate by any well, means and that's the fun thing about the draft is those debates go on for years, for years. I yeah. mean yeah. Zeke looked like a better pick than Ramsey for a few years and now you you can certainly make the case that Ramsey was the better decision I think that's Probably an easy case to make right now. Um, Maybe. And, or, well, we, yeah.
1: that's a different show, and that's not even just about what's on the field. I'm talking about all the other
3: stuff. You but get, you get my point. These yeah. things evolve. Yeah. Well, and so.
2: Yeah. If 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 is there any second, third, fourth round pick in that 2016 draft? No. Yeah. If there isn't.
3: No. I'm. Oh, not none that are as important as Dak is.
2: No, no, no. I don't mean Dak. Oh, sorry. I mean, I mean Ramsey plus the running back that you draft sure. later yeah. that sure. helps. With you know. True. Because we've seen McFadden have success. We I mean, we've seen Alfred Morris have some success. So we think, you know, that that's always the the, the debate. There, I don't know if there's are second, third, fourth round. I mean, oh. Anthony Brown was the sixth round corner that came yeah. in.
3: Henry was that draft, but I don't remember if I he might have been off the board before the Cowboys picked. I don't remember. Uh, that it does. Yeah, no, I think Ramsey and Henry. Pe- people say, like, uh, yeah, you could have had Ramsey and Henry. Any <laughs> off the off the rails a little bit, but those okay. things. If but I said this yesterday on Twitter is. I was worried that we were going to be watching Rashawn Slater ball out, and I would just be upset. Like, yeah. oh, my God, this sucks. And now it's really more like, well, maybe I wasn't wrong, but maybe both teams will be happy. And that's yeah. kind of where I feel. And that's how I feel right now. You
2: said something a few minutes ago, Derek. I think this, I don't want this to get kind of, you know, um, forgotten. But, yes, he looks great. Micah Parsons looks great doing all these things. But rookies, their head has got to be spinning. Yeah. And to put him in four or five different spots is very, very important. I mean, the fact he can go here, here, here. He, I believe, will turn into the player, whether it be this year or next year, where the quarterback will go to the line of scrimmage and find out where 11 is. You have to. Yep. Yeah. Where is he? Because that tells you this whole thing. You don't really know he's right here. He's, in, he's over here. He's over here. Changes the whole play. And that sounds great. But not everybody has the capability of learning all of those spots.
1: When, name the last time the Cowboys had a guy like that, that they moved around that much. I, I can't think of oh. one. I mean, you start going back to some of the old-day guys, like they, they would do that and they'd have that, you know, what, what we called in high school the monster position where you basically roam around the field yep. and you're in different spots, right? Cowboys haven't really traditionally done that because it takes a very special player to be able to do that. And to your point, he's doing that in his first training camp. Yeah. So and how much more growth does he have to where he can possibly be
2: great at all those different things? And I know I've said this all the time, but I think people forget this. When you talk about corners that travel and linebackers that move, well, if they're moving around, that means someone else is moving too. And mm-hmm. is that person capable of moving all this stuff? Because yeah. you can have a corner that travels everywhere, but that means this other right, the right corner has also got to travel yep. and got to yep. be able to learn the left side. Yep. And so if, 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 somebody, if Micah's rushing off the edge on this play – well, where's where's D Law? Well, he's sliding in. And where did this guy go? Well, he moved. You know, so it, it, everybody's got to be disciplined, and that's why I think Dan Quinn is here. I think this what, what, that's what we're going to find out is how good
3: he really is. Henry was on the board, by the way. Uh, Just saying. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Right. Moving on. Second round pick, Kelvin Joseph. Um, better better than
2: I thought. I I was the one that said you know I didn't mm-hmm. love the pick. I didn't love the pick. Didn't love the what I thought was a reach. Didn't understand maybe his where he what he's done and his background and where he's been here and his dedication and all that. Uh, he's a little bit better th- than that. He's still here. He's competing and all that. He's cocky. I like that. We'll see. I think I think lights come on. He, he might be a gamer. I'm excited to see him. But, I'm you know.
3: I think he's probably where I thought he'd be. Um, I am impressed. You know, he didn't really have a spring because of COVID um, or he was behind a little bit um and i think it's a testament to his athleticism and and his dedication like he's not he's not lost out there i mean the, the, he's getting reps he hasn't made a ton of splash plays but uh and and he even he had a day or two where he couldn't go because of a hamstring and he's still but you know they're not afraid to put him out there and he's competing he's had some pbu's he's he's a talker for sure um but i'm i'm not surprised by that because he did have the athleticism and the tape to be a top 50 pick so he's he's where i thought he'd be All right. Osa Odigizua.
2: Oh, I'm way better than I thought I was there. You know, I spell his name right. I say his name right. That's a win. I'm doing doing much better than I ever
1: anticipated. Have you you guys been (laughs) in your hotel rooms,
2: like, literally just writing his name over and
1: over and over again until you get it
2: right?
3: Yeah, that's exactly
2: what I do. (laughs)
3: <laughs> for some, My brain my brain just wouldn't let me remember that he had a W in his last name for uh, the longest time. Yeah, but William. I think I finally – yeah, William had to give me a talking to I had,
2: I had to break that one down with O-Dig-Hi-Zua. 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 Whatever helps. Man. <laughs> whatever helps. It's like uh, – Connect I cut.
3: Superman hears everyone. Lake Superior, Michigan, Huron. Anyway, sorry. Ontario, Erie. No, you never heard that? Yeah, mm. uh, whatever. Wow! I never, no. You never heard that. Not, no, not like that. Not Superman, Superman. hears everyone. Superior, Michigan, Ontario. Oh, You're on Ontario. Last so sorry. okay. Sorry. Right. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'll um, do things a little different. <laughs> I guess whatever. A little different, but if it works, What's the it works. one? Works. What's the one for the planets? I mean, there's different ones. Oh uh, my, my! Please very, excuse my dear. No, that's no, math. That's no, math. Like um, my
2: very, my
3: very edu- something educated mother, mother, educated mother, <laughs> just something. I don't know. You never. You never. We just learn the names. Like no, it's called the. It's called the mnemonic. It's, I know. Yeah. But
1: we just. Learn the names. No.
2: Like We didn't need yeah, that. Yeah, my daughter did that the other day. My very educated mother serves us nachos. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> hey,
1: whatever works, man. Whatever works. Wow, nachos. we, are, we <laughs> so are, are so off, off the, rails. the rails. All um, right, let's get back on. Um, back to Odigizu. Osa
3: is above. Yeah, expect. above, Just, above, above. I think, you know, we who do the drafts, uh, we were a little surprised to hear his name called that early. Um So, you thought, where do you think he should go? Like, where would you guys, where were you guys projecting him to go? He went in the round that we, like, he went in the range, I would say. I just, I wouldn't have guessed that he would be the first guy off the board with that third round pick. And he wasn't a guy that we had heard a lot about, which it's harder during COVID and all that. So, I I was a little down on it just because, and I'd have to go back and look, but there were other names available that I was higher on. Um, But he, he he looks impressive. He looks no, he looks the part for he's sure. Big and he's active, and he he gets yeah. behind the line of scrimmage absolutely. Um, so I would, above yes, so far.
1: I want to see. He's one of those guys. I'm excited to see what he is after a year in the training in the in the strength and conditioning program because he's already a big dude. Yep. and you add some muscle and some strength to that. He's gonna be a handful. Yeah, long term, I think.
3: Really like a, a cool guy too. I got a chance to spend some time with him during media days, and he he was very friendly and personable. And then he had his first media availability of camp last week, and just I'd like he's a he's a dude that I think it would be fun to like hang out and get a beer with. Oh, for more, whatever that's worth. Yeah,
2: hopefully these two guys are really really good for years to come. But I I can't imagine. I could see a radio show with Neville Gallimore and, and Odezu. Yeah, they have
3: personality. Those out guys, of waz- you know.
2: We saw, we saw Galloway last year. Like, he has. Gallimore, I'm yeah. sorry. We, yeah. we
1: saw that last year. He has that, that personality. Definitely yeah. has that personality.
2: Yeah. 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 Tristan Hill is
1: yeah. not that type uh, not of guy. Not so much. But yeah, <laughs> but those other two, I think they definitely yeah. have personality to be able to do it. Um, we're, we're going to jump over Chauncey Goldstein. Yeah, he just hasn't, uh, I haven't he just hasn't been able to play. Him. We haven't seen enough of him. So, what we're going to do is we're going to take our break. When we come back, we'll jump in, talk a little bit more about Nation Wright uh, and Jabril Cox and some other names uh, there in the later parts, in later rounds. We'll do that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run Package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com.
0: Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work and Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at Stetson.com slash Cowboys. Back to the break.
2: Hey, everybody. Uh, the fan of the year. It's a big deal here. Does your Cowboy fandom go beyond the game? Well, yeah. NFL fan of the year contest is back. We're relaunching the search for one extraordinary Cowboys fan who is a positive influence and inspires others through their love of the game. Nominate yourself or others for a mm. chance to win a trip to Super Bowl Fifty Six in Los Angeles. Nominate today at dallascowboys.com slash fan of the year. I can't even talk anymore. That's a long one. It's a long thing here.
1: You got it. You did, well Yeah, you did a good job. Oh, I
2: can't breathe, though. It's good. It was good. And you, it's, I can it's tell you, you got to read. And everything. it's for what? It's you can't beat William on Fan of the Year. No, you so. can't. <laughs> like, they just don't even know how big a fan William is. It's true. Um, all
1: right, let's jump back in. We got the final segment here of the break. We're talking about the rookies. We've gone through uh, most of the third round picks, except for Nishan Wright. Talk to me about Nishan Wright.
3: I mean, it's got to be above just because we tried to bury the guy on draft night because nobody had ever heard of him. I mean, let, like that's just the honest truth. Like he wasn't a guy that anybody but the Cowboys was talking about as a third round pick and six four, just. Limbs for days. I mean, looks like he's going to have a hard time moving in space. And he's, I mean, he's definitely not perfect. He's lost his fair share of stuff out here, but he's out there competing, getting his hand on the football, did it during OTAs. You know, I'm saying like very candidly, I'm just like, this, this guy's going to like have a hard time getting a jersey on game days as a rookie. And sitting here like, no, he's going to make the team and yeah, probably be a viable member of it. You know, I don't think he's going to take anybody's starting job, but people people killed that pick when it happened and it looks like early early but like it at it, it least doesn't look stupid right now which yeah. is more than a lot yeah. of people said on draft night
2: I'm anxious to see what kind of role he'll have on a, on a game day I think for sure he makes the team I'm just curious to see where you know and then that'll come down to what he does on special teams you know I mean he's a long strider he's got to be so he's gonna get down there probably quicker than than most uh, can he be physical enough to 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 do anything when he gets there. Now I did see him throw this receiver to the ground the other day and I was like, What? And then it was Reggie Davis who weighs about 140, <laughs> 150. who yeah. um, Reggie Davis, by the way, had a really nice catch yesterday. I don't yep. know if you saw it, it was yep. on my Twitter. I did. Um I got it. But um nice job, yeah, pretty good video. I'm pretty good at, at video. I'm trying to I'm Helm I'm trying to out Hellman, Hellman here, but I can't. Yeah.
3: Give and me that yeah, access. Both trying to take Chris's job. That's huh? true. That's is that what we're doing. Point. That's a good point. No, because okay. he has Chris has the better
1: equipment. Okay, is that what it is? I just because he well, has the better and equipment, the, he got not that he's got, got, the, got the better eye, he's but got he's the got the better eye.
2: equipment. Okay, he's having a really good. camera. Oh, he's get the headset on. And he's like, <laughs> <But> we <laughs> can switch
1: if you want. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's <laughs> give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. I gave it
3: to Shannon the other day, and he's like, no, take this back. I'll take the camera." Yeah,
1: it's <laughs>
2: it's a little different when you got to pick up the big boy
3: camera. Yeah, I don't
2: know. Go ahead. No, I mean he's. It, it's amazing, though, seriously, because we we don't have, I mean, we have good access, but we just don't have a, as many people as we normally have out here. And every time there's a great catch, a yeah. CD or whoever, it's like, well, you know, do we have that. Like, Chris, did you get it? And like, yeah, he's right there. He's right there, or he's over here, and he still got it, and all that. We've had some really good stuff. It's
1: yeah, been good, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, you know, honestly, for me, N'Shawn Wright, it, it's just gravy this year. Whatever you get yeah. from him is gravy. I'm thinking about him long term. Is he a guy that we, you can count on? At whatever point they decide to move on from Anthony Brown and 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 uh, Lewis, like th- those are those are the more that's the more important question in my opinion is he's going to develop into that and if he can then great the pick was a great pick I don't care what they really get out of him this year play, play some special teams that's it I don't really care I just want to know can you play for him long term yep. can you can you ease that pain when you have to move on from those vets uh, because you're going to move on from them in the next year or two all right let's move on to uh, can Jabril just, Cox. can we just go quickly here both of them down yeah down. Cox Cox. and and Ball. Yeah. Well, I do want to get a little color on on uh, on Jabril Cox because I think a lot of people had high hopes for him when the pick was made. Yeah. Um, and he was a fourth round pick, so expectations can't be great when it's
3: a fourth round pick. Uh, yeah, they can. Can they? Yes. Well, should they they be? Well, yes. That's a different conversation. Yeah. But Jabril Cox is interesting. I mean. A lot of people saw him as a second-round pick. A lot of you know, oh. like, oh, I'd love to have him at seventy-five, but I doubt he lasts that long. Hey, I mean, that was a very well, real thing. Had they taken Rashawn Slater,
2: they take Cox in the second round. I, b- I firmly believe that. Really, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't
1: definitely be surprised. Believe that.
3: And, and then we'd really be saying he is not a Well, they, they needed a corner. I, I, yeah, maybe. Corner. If they had gotten Sertan, maybe I think that's possible. I don't know. If they hadn't addressed corner that's in the true. first round, that's I think true. they still take but, Joseph. But
2: he was a second round grade for them. Yeah. yeah. So he
3: That is true. He was. And, and They it's were a, just as shocked as everybody and, else that he um, hung around. And that's as long how. As he did. And the
2: reason why you get a second round grade on someone and have three third round picks and not take them is because you already took Micah Parsons in the first round. When you're in the fourth round, now it's kind of like all oh, be best guys. Just get yeah. the best guy. And that was an easy pick for them.
3: But that and I do want and so the answer is below, but what we gotta figure out is is that because he's not ready or just because it's tough to get opportunities at that position? And I think that's I think that's the problem he's dealing with right now is top twelve pick, seventy million dollar veteran, fifth year yeah. veteran, you know leader of your defense, or one of them at least Leighton, and then Keanu Neal, who's the coach's guy and a high-priority free agent. I mean, there's just but, not a lot of room for reps Right, there.
2: but I'm going to kind of play devil's advocate there because Gifford. I've seen Z, I've, Gifford. Yeah. Gifford's made some Gifford's plays. Gifford's made more We've plays. seen Gifford kind of active. For sure. Bit, and he's got a head start on him. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, obviously in three years, Gifford was making some plays early there, but he didn't have those guys all in front of him either. Let's see what happens when the lights come on. I think he's going to get a chance to play a lot in preseason. That's,
3: I think, that's the thing. He's going to get live-action reps – and, and we'll have to play a lot of special teams if I had to guess. Yes. And so you know, speaking of Gifford, nobody was talking about him until he played in a preseason game a couple years ago, yeah. had an interception, every, you know lit the, lit the fan base on fire. So I'm just I'm not ready to bury him, but it's been below what you thought given yeah. Yeah. everybody thought he was a much higher draft grade.
1: Yeah, I would have thought you'd see some flashes because as you said, he's been buried a little bit down the depth chart, but that also means he's playing out there against lesser quality talent. Right. And that's where you thought maybe he would flash a little bit more. And I really haven't seen a lot of flash plays for him. No. All right. uh, let's talk about Simi Fehoko, wide receiver.
3: Um... At, at this being the draft nerd that I am like, skip, it, it's skip Josh ball. I mean, I thought you'll say, let's just say for the uh, next two. And I thought you were talking about ball oh, in there. OK, yeah. is that what you were saying? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I okay. didn't know. Uh, it's been below for ball. Yeah, OK, just yeah, he yeah. got and, hurt, too. He's got ankle injury. With yeah, boot. I thought you were saying below for both of them. Yeah, so. okay. it's kind of it's kind of similar. Like, a, you know, people, the, the thing on ball was like he'd be a much higher draft pick without the domestic violence. It, it hasn't looked like that. It yeah. didn't look like it in the spring. It that's hasn't like, looked like it out yeah, here. It he Doesn't look great. Um, he's hurt right now, so it's below. Uh, semi. The thing is, like fifth fifth round pick. Mm-hmm. You're you're like oh any, like, same <laughs> thing. You're like anything you get from him is gravy. <laughs> but <laughs> well, go ahead. No no, I'm laughing. Keep, keep going. Keep going. He's six four and runs a four four. He's uh, big on TikTok. He's got a TikTok. He's Will McClay's pet cat. Like that's the guy. He was like. Yeah, if you if you want me to, I I love all my guys, but like Simmy was a guy I was excited about, and so everybody builds these expectations. Like we got it, we got the next, we got the next day three steal. Yeah. Um. So I don't. he, he's, he hasn't been that good that everybody – he's looks. made some plays. No, you know? he has looked good out here, yeah, but I think he's probably right where you sh- where he should be. Got it. As opposed, you know, change the at, question. At one point in the spring, people were like, "This guy should have been a top fifty pick." Like, no, yeah. calm down. Yeah. Change the question. Not when he was drafted. How about
2: heading into camp after we've seen some season? He, he did not way beyond expectations. Because heading into yeah. camp, we were like, this camp right here, we were like, this guy, he hasn't done anything in the summer. Yeah. He's done more out here. And and I, I remember writing a note or something about that because I was looking at his career. He had a decent career at Stanford, and he was doing okay. Then he plays at UCLA's last game. Yeah. 16 catches, 230, I think two or three touchdowns, about an hour from here. And I'm like, well, maybe maybe he's a Southern California guy. You yeah. know, Then he comes out in the first couple of days of practice, and he's looking pretty good. He's kind of tapered off a little bit. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens because he's a draft pick. But I don't think he's been better than Malik Turner. I don't that's, even think he's been better than Osiris Mitchell, number 14.
3: I th- a lot of those guys have had good cans. That, But that's the fun thing about the games is the, these guys are so easy to notice because the ball goes through the air, mm-hmm. and you get, you get to run – Thirty reps per practice. Even the even the second and third string guys get a ton of reps, especially with Amari and Gallup out. Well, on Thursday, you're going to get targeted three times, yeah, and maybe one of them is more than five or six yards down the field. So yep. you better make the most of it.
1: Yep, that's exactly
3: right. All right, uh, let's talk about future Hall of Famer Quentin Bohanna. <laughs> Above. Uh, yeah. I might owe you an apology. He's not. He's not <laughs> going to start. He's not in all of fame yet. He's not. He's not going to start either. Okay. That's you don't important. think? No. At least okay. not snap, probably not. Not snap not. One, one. Not of Not snap re- one. Probably not. Probably not. But he looks really good. Yeah. I uh, like him. He doesn't. He does not get moved easily. Yeah. Can y'all still hear me? I feel like I got uh, out. Yeah. I, well, I, well, you're I, okay. good. So he doesn't get moved easily. He's he's a hoss, and he moves people, and he he penetrates well. You know that's not. His M O. He he's a trash can full of dirt, right? Well, he gets into the backfield better than I would expect a trash can full of bur- uh, dirt to.
2: I like the way he goes, kind of laterally too. I, I it's a good it was a good thirty pounds that he lost, you know, because at three fifty, he was just a different guy there, and and but now he's like a three twenty five, three thirty, and he still like to Dave's point, doesn't get moved, but he's a lot more probably more agile, um, and I I think he's gonna be. I think it's going to be interesting with him as well, because it's not like Nishan Wright or somebody where you know you draft him and you know maybe the next guy on your list here that a guy that could probably make the team but maybe inactive. I mean, if, if Bohanna's on the team, you need to use him because nobody else can do what he does. So I, it'll be it'll be interesting to see if he is a guy that it makes the he's going to make the team, I believe. I but think does so Does he too. does he make the forty six game day roster yeah. because what good is he going to be inactive if he's just sitting over there with with a with a 4x on i think know? so much of that depends on what's <laughs> happening
1: with Tristan Hill yeah. uh if Tristan Hill is a six week pup guy then then i think there's a good chance Bohanna's is going to be an active
2: guy let's say he on is game let's say he is who are your defensive tackles in the game
3: like week yeah. 1 i think we um, already talked about Gallimore Neville Gallimore Brent Urban Carlos Watkins Quentin Bohanna. yeah Wait, my who am I forgetting? Oh, Osa, so, Osa, Osa, yeah. So I think, but but I think Urban,
1: I think Urban's kind of a guy you have to think about as kind of an in slash yeah. tackle. Like yeah. they're moving him around; he's yeah. playing both. He is. So I, on game day, I don't know if you necessarily look, like. I think they're gonna have. Four nine. Defen- yeah. Nine active. You're probably gonna have four. He's he's a Tyrone Crawford. You're gonna have four that are defensive tackles. You're yeah. probably gonna have four defensive ends. You're gonna have and Urban that can pop
3: to look, either one. Watkins well, is the same way, by the way. Yeah. he's yeah. done five technique, so one your technique.
2: defensive ends. D. Law, Gregory, uh, uh, Dorrance Armstrong. Armstrong,
3: and um and probably Basham. Basham. Yeah. Chauncey can be a. Chauncey Chauncey's, seems like a game day inactive. Yeah, to me. Chauncey's yeah. the
1: guy that he's gonna have to work his way in. Which, all right. not to get ahead
3: of ourselves, but do you rem- remember last year on cut down day, yeah. like or cut down weekend, I should say, how like tricky they got with it? You know, they they cut a couple guys, knowing they would. You know, CJ got cut for like 18 hours. Oh. Yeah. Do you remember Man. that? Yeah. they're gonna do that. They're gonna have to do stuff like that again this year. They're gonna get. They're gonna get weird to make sure they accommodate all these guys. You yeah. cut. You cut a
2: guy. Oh, because what you happens c- is, is you'll have an injured player that you have to get you have on to and, be and, on the final uh, roster. You have to be on the roster, so you cut you cut a veteran player, right? Who you know you can talk into and say, "Listen, don't don't sign. You can't get claimed because you're a veteran. Don't sign with anyone else. Sign with us."
3: I just, the, pure hunch on my part, but I wonder if we see something like that with Tristan if he's not ready and like keep him on the roster and stash him until later and cut a guy and all that fun stuff. So yep. it'll be fun. could
2: could uh, Golston be that? What's, he, what's his injury again?
3: Hamstr- hamstring. That
2: nah, shouldn't be that bad.
1: You wouldn't think. I would have thought we would have seen him at this point. Yeah, but me too. Obviously not. All right, uh, real quick, Israel Mukwamu.
3: Above. Yeah, he's been pretty good. Uh, uh, these these late-round guys have been impressive. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, like, we don't have the tape, so who knows what all he – I'm sure he's messed up plenty of things playing back there, but he's long. I think we talked about him at the end of the other show. Like, he, he gets to the football. He's had a couple picks. He's broken up some passes. Uh, he just he seems like he flashes, and I, I, I kind of, you know, I, I, get, I, I don't want to say I wrote him off, but I was like, okay, he was a cornerback, but he's already moving to safety before he even gets here. Like, that doesn't, I don't know how promising that is. But. He's made an impression on his teammates. I don't know if that's
1: good. <laughs> that was actually pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. He was
3: one of the guys that,
1: for those that don't know, you got to go back and watch the video if you haven't, but he was one of the guys that was pointed out by a few players as the guy that on the team that they would not, Allowed to date their sister <laughs> on National
3: Sister's Day. Dak, so. Dak, and Randy had the best answers to that question. Yeah. Dak was like uh, nobody, <laughs> half the team. Right. And Randy was like none of these guys. No, yeah, no, was like smart, very smart. <laughs> right? No, yeah. Not
2: at all. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what, I don't know what uh, Israel or <laughs> CJ or or Diggs,
1: is. <laughs> right. oh, Diggs, yeah, they they were like yeah. I think there were a few people kind of like that. that's them. I think that's the, the
3: Vikings also had that, and his brother won that award. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like
1: those Diggs boys. I don't know. Careful.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he's he's. Uh, Israel's been above I don't have high expectations for anybody that gets drafted after the fourth yeah. round and so and so if you're doing anything if you're doing anything I think it's good yeah. so Matt Farniak um, no, I, I don't think is is as, as good
2: if so I don't believe they would you know be yeah. putting in uh, Connor Williams to, to try that out That's, center I don't, it,
3: it looks messy when he plays center he's got some snapping issues yeah what about guard I haven't noticed I don't, I, which again Seventh round pick. My expectations are the lowest of the low, yeah. See, and so I, I wouldn't say he's been below my expectations. My expectations just weren't very high.
2: You know, when you when you get a guy in the draft that's like, well, he's played center, he's played guard, he's played tackle, a oh, That's awesome, and he's drafted in the seventh round. Because if he was this Swiss Army knife that was cutting everything every single time at every position, you're like, okay, this is this is outstanding. But it's this. Seems, it smells like a master of all, you know, or yeah. jack of all trades, master of none type of thing, and that and, and that's hard to do. You can't just throw guys around all the time. Not everybody picks it up, and so it helped it at Nebraska because hey, this guy can give, and he, and he he gets in there and he can help. But when it's time to evaluate him, he's never really great at one thing, and it probably hurts him. So versatility, we we say this all the time: position flex, versatility. While it might it might help you get on the team or whatever it doesn't always help your development. That's why what Micah Parsons, to go full circle on this, that's why Micah Parsons is so impressive to move around in four spots and, and for this point, excel at it. All right,
1: real quick, before we end the show, I want you to guys to quickly, each one of you, give me one player or position that you're going to be watching here in the Hall of Fame game and, and what you're looking to uh,
3: to find out about that player or position. Let's start with you, Dave. Uh, this is cheating because it's so easy, but... I'm excited for the nooch. I'm really excited. I'm so serious, too. Like, I'm not being sarcastic. I think the poor guy, like, the guy didn't have a preseason. He didn't get to do any of this last year. Hey, congratulations. You're the starting quarterback because everybody else is dead. Go fight off Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham, please, on national TV. Uh So now, he like, this is the environment he belongs in, yeah. you know, he's a third string guy. He's going to get to go against third string guys. By the way, he's from Pittsburgh, so I'm sure a whole bunch of people he knows are going to make the drive over there. Yeah. yeah. Why not? yeah. Uh, against his childhood team, by the way. Yeah. Um so that's really exciting. This is something that he should have gotten to do last year and uh, I hope he, you know, I think he'll probably look better going against a lower level of talent. So that'll be fun. Nick,
2: god man, I mean, I go all over the place here. Um you know, what I'm trying to find out is, is what can we take from this game. So what position are we going to be able to see something and make a, you know, make a real impression? Um, I, I'll say the defensive tackle, defensive line there. I want to see because those guys, I mean, they're going to get in there. I want to see uh, Odigizu. I want to see uh, hopefully Gallimore will play some. I, I, you know, really that whole front seven, you know, you could say Micah and all that, but just just kind of how they they rotate. I guess, I'll, I guess to give you a real answer, I want to see how they kind of line up. I want to see the lineup. Yes. Please. And how Quinn what is, what does he do? Again, you got to be vanilla. you yeah. are not going to be all exotic, show everything, yeah. But I just kind of want to see what it looks like. Even
3: vanilla would be nice though because like it's so hard to get a read on what yeah. they're trying to do here and by, you know, if we tried to break it down too much they'd freak out on us. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to be on national TV Thursday. You, you can't completely hide it. So at the very least it'll be nice to be like all right on on second and eight Urban was out at 5 technique yeah. and this guy was doing that and like you just kind of have an idea of the shape because I know that sounds dumb, but I I don't feel like I have that right now. And usually in camps you see like predominantly first teams
1: out there, you see this guy's going to always line up here. This guy's going to always – Right. That is not the case. It is so different from that in this camp, more than any other camp I've ever been a a part of or watched up close and personal.
2: Yeah, and and I'll say this too – you know, it's not just rookies that are going to get out here and play their first time. There's, I, I bet you you've got 10 to 12 guys that have never played a preseason game before. Guys that have played a lot. Terrence Steele's played. Yeah. Nucci has played. These guys have played. Reggie Robinson has played some games. They haven't played. Connor McGovern has not played a preseason game. That so, is amazing. So there are yeah. a lot of guys that haven't gotten an opportunity to play. That's terrible. Uh, haven't got a, you know a, a lot of guys that that's been able to play in situations where they should be able to at least compete. Yep. You know, so that's exciting.
1: All right, we appreciate you guys joining us. Like I said, we've got a lot going on over the next few days. Make sure you check the website. We'll have schedules up to let you know when uh, things will be happening. Make sure on Saturday you check out the live broadcast of our practice with the Rams. It will air locally in Dallas. On, uh, on CBS 11, uh, but you can watch it wherever you are around the world on all of our platforms. We'll be streaming it. Uh, that'll happen at 3 p.m. Uh, Pacific time on Saturday. So make sure you check that out to them for Nick Eatman, Dave Hellman. I'm Derek Eagleson. This has been The Break. Live on DallasCowboys.com. Radio.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
1: How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!